middle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All of you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Hope you are kicking butt currently. I hope you kicked a lot of butt today. Hope that you're going to kick some butt tomorrow. And we're just glad that you are making the Swain Event part of your evening. This evening, Ben McKee, GoVols247. My man, Ben, it is so good to see you. So good to hear from you. Good evening. How are you? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm happy, man. I am happy. Uh, Tennessee Volunteers got everything rolling right now, man. Got a couple players about to get paid in the shade after wonderful performances this football season. In the regular season, we got a basketball team that's uh, about to play a top 10 matchup on the road. Recruiting is around the corner. Just picked up a big time player. Man, I'm good, man. I am good. I'm I'm happy. It can never be perfect. I don't expect everything to be perfect as a as a sports fan, but man, I'm I'm good, man. I don't have many complaints. Yeah, that that's good. Uh the the state of Tennessee athletics is in a great spot as it has been for for several months now. There there was a sense of optimism going into football season and Safe to say, the football team ex- exceeded uh, preseason expectations, and uh, Tennessee's offense, in terms of basketball, isn't as fun to watch as the football team's offense. But uh, they're they're still winning games, beating good basketball programs. They've won eight in a row, and uh, it, it'll be a fun game on Saturday night if if you're able to stay up that late to watch Tennessee and Arizona at ten thirty Eastern time. So. Uh, it, it's a it's a good time to be a, a Tennessee fan. So I'm I'm glad you're you're basking it in because Lord knows that it, it could be quite the opposite uh, as as Tennessee fans are are well aware of. Well, honestly, Ben, most of my radio career it has been the opposite. So um, <laughs> oh look, no, you can't bring that up. On I can't because, bring it up because it's true. No, you your can't. your experience is just worse. Correct, yeah. but I I dealt with all these years. You and I doing all these terrible shows together. No, then, no, no, no. Good shows talking about terrible results on the football field and on the court. Yes. When I say terrible shows, I meant the the mood was, mm-hmm. was terrible because of what we witnessed uh, on, on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Now, we did have a ton of fun shows in, in terms of uh, – being able to react to to some big time Tennessee basketball success that that was fun. Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed doing uh, the the shows that we did when Tennessee baseball was making that run to to Omaha. Yeah. But I never got to enjoy 
football season shows the way you and Josh Ward have been able to enjoy football season shows this season. And for that, I am I am jealous. I am I'm emotional about it, Swain. In fact, I, I may need to, to to set something up to to get you and Josh back for 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 you all being able to to do these Monday shows this year, unlike the Monday shows I had to deal with. Now I, I did get the Florida win in 2016. Yeah. But but honestly, I didn't even get to do that show the the way I would prefer because Stokes was still with the show and, and I had just started interning. So yeah. it wasn't even like I was really doing the show at, at that point. So I'm jealous. That's my point. If you can't tell, I'm jealous. Hey man. Hey, it's it's uh it's easier to cover the team right now when the football team is has has some success and um that success looks like it's carrying over into the to the to the off season. Um I know it's not the off season right now. Still got one more game, postseason game, the the Orange Bowl versus Clemson, and you know, you're gonna be without a couple really good players on offense, but you're gonna be with probably your best offensive player, uh, and, and Darnell Wright, who will, will be the highest drafted player in the draft. But Darnell Wright, man, some people feel like he's the number one tackle. He's gonna play, and when you look at the, the players that Clemson is going to have out, you look at what Tennessee is able to do in the running game at the end of the season, really all season long. I mean, Tennessee averaged 300 yards in the air, 200 yards on the ground. No one else can say that in college football, but the last game of the season, my goodness, it was like Navy out there, um, Air Force, Army running the football. Those type of rushing yard numbers uh, we're used to seeing from those uh, Naval Academies, but we saw that for, for Tennessee versus Vanderbilt. And don't get it twisted. Clemson is no Vanderbilt, but to have Darnell right out there blocking, being a presence, certainly will help Joe Milton uh, in his passing game to have the threat of running the football. And um, that's that's great, man. I know I know how much Darnell Wright loves it here, and I know it's a tough decision for him to go. But man, when your stock is so high and you are the number one guy in your position, according to some reports, you'd be crazy not to go. You got to go. It's like kicking someone out the house that they're like 25 years old. 25 years old. You, you can't live with mom and daddy forever. It's time. It was time at 18. <laughs> but it's time to get up out of here. It's time to go be great. And that's what Darnell Wright has a chance to do. Think he he, he will do it. And as far as, you know, Jalen Hyatt, hey, man, lots of to work on. Just like any other player, any player going to the NFL, but boy, show is nice working on those things while you're getting the check. And that's what he'll be doing. And his stock is high as well. He'll have a brand new quarterback if he just if he would have came back. Uh a, a new offense coordinator, sort of kind of. Someone new calling the plays, sort of kind of. And uh won't have Alex Golish and um a lot of new. So don't blame Hyatt for, for leaving. Don't blame him for not playing in a ball game. Um, why is Hyatt not playing and Darnell playing? Because one is Darnell and one is Jalen Hyatt. They're not the same people. They don't have the same brain. No one in the world has the same exact brain as someone else. We all have different thoughts and emotions and we process things differently. We are our own person. So that's the reason. And both decisions... It's the right decision for them. And uh, happy for those guys. They earned it. 
They busted their butt. Uh, they don't owe me a damn thing. They don't owe you a damn thing. They gave us all that they can give us because when Jeremy Pruitt got his butt fired and all, everybody had a chance to get up out of here and go to what at the time was greener pastures, these dudes said, nah, I'm not, I'm not going. Mm -mm. This this my school. I'm not running. I'm not going somewhere where I think it's easy. I'm, I'm staying and fighting. I'm going to make this place better right now. I'm going to leave it better than what I found. And that's what they did. So they don't owe me nothing. Go get your money. Go play great football for the next 10 years in the National Football League. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Donnie all right, play for the Ravens and Ben McKee rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope not. Uh, speaking of professional teams, where's our guy D Breezy uh, who, who likes to root for the Bucks? Grizzlies. Grizzlies out there. Well, well, well our, our guy in Milwaukee who, who roots oh, for the Bucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like to, to, to call in and, and mess with me. Uh, the, the way this Grizzlies game is trending in the first quarter, I don't, I don't know that we're going to be hearing from him tonight. But no, I, I agree with you completely, Swaino. Um, they they each made the right decision, including Cedric Tillman. The, there wasn't a decision made that I, I kind of batted an eye at. I, the, a, they were all expected. B, I, I think they're all making the the best decision possible uh, for their individual self. And uh, it, it always stinks to to see a guy leave uh, college because you. You can't root for them the same way. Obviously, you follow them and, and hope that they have success at the next level. But it, it's it is a little bit different. Um, but you you hit the nail on the head. If if you have a problem with Jalen Hyatt sitting out of the bowl game, then I, I encourage you to look back and and think about how he could have left when when Jeremy Pruitt was fired and and that situation went down. And I also encourage you to think back to the five touchdowns he scored against Alabama to right. to help give you one of the greatest memories in Tennessee football history. Wow. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Now I will say there is a, a, a piece of me that it's hard not to appreciate Darnell Wright a, a little bit more uh, because he, he is risking uh, quite a bit to, mm -hmm. to play in this game. I mean, he, he's viewed as a, I'd say a, a, a surefire third round pick at, at the moment and could potentially play himself into a, a second round pick, if, if not higher, depending on his performance in, in this bowl game. So um, my point is that Darnell Wright has a lot to lose, just like Jalen Hyatt would, would have a lot to lose if, if he were playing in this game. And and, and it's hard not to appreciate just kind of naturally as a, a fan, Darnell Wright a little bit more, but you you do understand Jalen Hyatt's decision and, and Cedric Tillman's decision. And, and I think they're making the right decision. They've, they've earned that uh, they've earned that right to, to make this decision. I'm fired up for him, and you know we've we've talked about this last two days on, on Josh and Swain, and I'm sure there's people listening that probably didn't hear it on Josh and Swain. It's your first time kind of hearing hearing this take, and um, I think when you look at Jalen Hyatt's Instagram post where he uh, announced his intentions, his teammates commenting, the people inside the program commenting, and being so excited for him and wishing him well, that should tell you all you need to know. Um, Jalen Hyatt, the way he's carried himself. Um, when, when you when you take pride in, in, in representing the power to you a certain type of way and not embarrassing the brand by not going out and getting yourself arrested, saying stupid stuff with a microphone that makes it about you, 
Um, even when you lose, getting in front of the microphone and answering tough questions because it's the right thing to do. Like, those are all examples of being unselfish. All examples of that. There's a time when you need to be selfish. And there's many times in our lives where we give, we give, we give, we give. Our cup, we pour in other people's cup. We pour in other people's cup. Boom, boom, boom. Over and over and over. And then we turn around and we have nothing left because we've given everyone else everything. But sometimes you got to think about you. Sometimes you got to fill your own cup. And for college athletes, they're recruited for three or four years. The good ones are recruited for three or four years. And the schools are telling them what they can do for them, making it all about them. And then when you get to your school, you get, you, you get de-recruited. You understand the team concept. And then towards the end of your career, it's time to start thinking about you again, whether it's on the field or court or off the field and court. So when your eligibility is coming to an end, you better start thinking about the next chapter, whether that's playing professionally or going out and getting a real job. So you got to start, you got to think about you. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. There's a time and place for selfishness. During the season, during the games is not the time. But it's all good when you're getting recruited. And this is the time to be a little bit selfish because you've earned earned that right. So I'm, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up for our, for our program because now you had Kay Mays last year playing in the league, getting drafted. You'll have another lineman um, getting drafted in Darnell Wright. You will have three receivers in two years in this program under Josh Heupel playing at the next level. You'll have a quarterback playing at the next level. You can recruit with that. You can recruit with that. We can say whatever we want to say about Nick Saban and how he goes on rants and how he's a hypocrite at times. But the one thing I respect about Nick Saban, Ben McKee, is that he's helped more kids reach their dreams than anybody else. In the last decade. <laughs> and you cannot dispute that at all. And that yeah. right there is the strongest selling point in recruiting. It ain't about just winning. It ain't about facilities. It ain't about who got the best NIL, best fan base, best colors, prettiest you know, girls on campus. It's about can you get me where I want to be? And can I trust you to do that? And Josh Heupel, in two years, man, he's helped a couple dudes that were left for dead, Ben. Theo Jackson, left for dead. Matt Butler. Left for dead. Bayless Jones. Left I mean, for they're, dead. They're, they're, even Javante Payton got a shot in, in a couple of minicamps, um, I believe, with the Arizona Cardinals this this past summer. So I, I'm excited to, to see how this – staff is is able to recruit with this newfound success on, on the football field uh, because th there were a lot of questions coming out of UCF if if Josh Heupel could recruit at this level does does he enjoy recruiting and you know it kind of goes back to to the many conversations that you and I had on the traditional Swain event of they they've got to they've got to 
find a little bit of success with with what they have now because guys guys don't see Tennessee players going to the NFL. They they don't see them winning football games. They they don't see Tennessee players winning awards or uh, getting social media clout because of what they do on a, a football field. And, and you saw all of that this season. Uh, and, and now you're, you're really about to, to pair the the NFL draft success of, of Tennessee with Jalen Hyatt winning the Bolitnikoff, Hendon Hooker being up to, to potentially go to New York to win the Heisman, Tennessee winning 10 games and playing Clemson in the Orange Bowl. That That's going to have a domino effect. T- Tennessee was already recruiting well with, with what it – already had as resources. I mean, look at the the defensive recruiting class that is coming in right now. I, I was looking at it on paper yesterday, Swain, and, and how could you not get excited about what Tennessee is bringing in defensively after you add Arian Carter, who had Alabama coordinators sitting outside his high school trying to get in the building for, for one last recruiting pitch. And, and, and you're adding him to a, a linebacker group that, that has, in my opinion, two underrated inside linebackers in this class. And, I, and I'm not just saying that because they're committed to Tennessee. I, I truly feel like they're underrated in Jeremiah T. Lander and, and Jalen Smith. And, and what's not underrated or, or overlooked about some linebackers in this class is out on the edge and Shandavian Bradley and Caleb Herring. Th- those are two big-time football players yep. right there. And, and, and they're going to be behind David Hobbs, who is now a five-star on, on your favorite publication uh, 247 Sports as of Tuesday night. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking at Davion Hobbs right now. 247. I don't see no fifth star. Hold on. Let me let me click on let me click. Hold on, 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 Nambia. Hold on now. Ah, there it is. Okay. All yeah, right. 20 overall. 20th in the country. Third defensive lineman in the country. Number one in North Carolina. He's a five star. According to 247 Sports. Man, being have I ever told you how much I like two four seven sports? <laughs> I, I I know your your motive of of operation, but you're adding him up front along the defensive line with a a Tyree Weathersby who who Auburn's been trying to steal here late, and, and Mississippi State was trying to get in. Uh, so you, you look at the defensive recruiting class, and I didn't even talk about the secondary that went into Baton Rouge and and got Jordan Matthews over LSU and Texas and. Uh, Ricky Gibson chose Tennessee over Georgia, uh, a corner in, in Auburn's backyard. And, and I know Auburn had some dysfunction uh, there with, with Brian Harson, but still. And, and, and you go into Kentucky and you get Christian Conyer over his hometown, home state team. Yeah, and that I went, realize that, went, that, that it's Kentucky. Hard. I, I that See, I disagree. This, yeah. this is what I was about to say. I realize that, that Kentucky football is what Kentucky football is. But Mark Stoops has done a tremendous job of developing – defensive backs and sending them to the league and he wanted to come to Tennessee over that so I I just how how can you not get excited that Tennessee has all this new ammunition all these new resources to use on the recruiting trail because of the success of those guys that you discussed and they were already recruiting well and now the recruiting is just going to go to to the next level like you've seen Rick Barnes take his recruiting to the next level you've seen Tony Vitello take his recruiting to the next level it took these diamonds in the rough, developed them, won with them, and now they're getting the best talent all throughout the country and are competing for national championships year in, year out. And that's the thing, the the next step that I think Josh Heifel and his staff can take. Yep. No, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. 865 
is our number tonight for you. Give us a call. We'll patch it right on in and uh, just tell us your name and where you're calling from. Um, broadcasting live here from the Low T Center Studio. Ben McKee is in some far unknown place with barely any um, technology or electricity. Well, nobody nobody wants to be around me. I'm I'm dealing with a a little cold. My you got the vid again. I, I haven't had the vid, uh-huh. but I I'm somebody who rarely gets sick, and I've been sick twice now within the last month. Oh, you gonna and, be and sick. you know what's different? I got a baby, That's and right. my baby is patient zero. My baby somehow gets sick every other week. That's how it happens. Yeah, how it happens. It's a trickle down effect. It's, it's it, the baby, and then his mom, and then it's me. Yeah, that's right. You better drink. You better drink your vitamin C. You better you got some take, hot chocolate right now. <laughs> you better, man. You better get you some uh, some emergency. You better be taking some vitamin D supplements because uh, that's that's just how it's gonna be for a little bit, Ben. Oh man, Tennessee basketball. I'm fired up about Tennessee basketball. This matchup this weekend. Oh boy. Oh man, and and I, I catch your comments, Ben, talking about you know how how Tennessee's offense in basketball is you know not fun to watch. Man, this Am I team, wrong? huh? Am I wrong? Make the point. Make <laughs> <laughs> the point, Ben. The point is this team, and this is just me talking. This is my per- prefer- uh, personal preference, my opinion. For me, like man, the team. Team fun to watch like, as a whole. Like I, I can't expect offensively for these dudes to be out here like the Golden State Warriors. I just can't <laughs> do it. But like, how hard they play, how many different guys we can go to and trust to go in and make a play. You can win a game and have your lead scorer score 10, 12 points. That's amazing to me because you got so many dudes that can go in. And, and contribute. And you're doing all this without Josiah Jordan James right now. So it's unreal. Um, like, I like how we lock folks down. Like, I, I like I like when we play a defensive possession, we get the defensive rebound to close out the possession, and, like, the camera pans following the ball, the basketball, and they show the opposing coach. <laughs> and he looks mad and frustrated and just can't understand why they only got – 13 points <laughs> with three minutes to go in the first half. Like that gets me excited. I like that, man. I really do. I, I love how we lock down on defense. I, I'm, I'm with you. Look, I, I'm in a original grit and grinder, Tony uh, Allener. So you, you know, me. I appreciate getting it out the mud excuse like you me. did in the grindhouse back in the day. Excuse me. Didn't, did they still retire his number? Yes. They're, they're still retiring his okay. number. They ain't did it yet? Well, he got into a little, little bit of legal trouble. So ah, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. But that, that appears to be all ironed out, and then it, it's still going to happen. But that's easy. That that happened was. Leave, leave me alone. <laughs> leave, leave Tony Allen out of this, okay? I like okay. Tony Allen. Don't get, don't get uh, but I, I'm I'm with you. The, the, the offense has been frustrating at times, and, and I did, as you pointed out, say that uh, it, it's not very pretty at the moment. But I, I have been preaching – uh, grace, if you want to call it that, all week when it when it does come to the offense. Uh, I, I talked about it on Josh and Swain when 
you politely allowed me to fill in for Josh on, on I guess it was Tuesday and uh, talked about it uh, on the Go Vols 247 podcast as well, that th- there's a lot of circumstances that they're dealing with right now, on top of it only being 10 games into the season. Santiago's been in and out of the lineup and is dealing with a, a left shoulder strain. Josiah is has really been in and out of the lineup, and, and that's starting to, to scare me long term. Uh, and, and more so than anything, just feel really bad for him because you know how bad he wants to be on the floor. But uh, th- those are your two best players, and, and they've been in and out of the lineup. Tyreek Key is learning a, a new position on top of transferring to Tennessee and, and dealing with that transition. Zakai Ziegler, his numbers aren't dramatically down, but uh, his three-point numbers are down uh, from from a season ago. So he hasn't been shooting it up to his potential. Julian Phillips is is somewhat adjusting to college still, and and I feel like it's hit somewhat of a a freshman wall because he has had to play more minutes with Josiah being out. And and on top of that, he hasn't shot the ball as well as he's capable of. Uh, Jemai Meshack's playing a new role. You have a lot of circumstances going on. Uh, Olivier Camwa is working back from that major injury he had last year. Uh, Tobey Awaka is trying to, to see where he can fit in. And, and I don't know that he's an offensive solution anyways. He, he's a, a rebounder and uh, a defensive enforcer. Although I, I saw him absolutely yam on somebody today in practice. That absolutely posterized uh, a, a poor walk-on t- today in, in practice. Um Man. And Jonas was out with the flu. So there, there are a lot of circumstances contributing to the offense kind of being lackluster at times. So, Swain, I think just like last season, you're, you're going to look up in mid-February, and, and this is going to be a, a top 25-ish efficient offense. And and you pair that with this defense, and and will they have success in March? I don't know. But, but it at least sets them up to have success in March. Man. Swain. I appreciate you laying it all out for me and our listeners. I, I'm sure they appreciate it. I'm sure they, I'm sure they are very appreciative for what you just laid out, but I, I, I don't think it was necessary. Why is that? Because Tennessee basketball has played 10 games, man, <laughs> 10 damn games. Okay. 10 games. We're not even not in conference here. play yet. Number one, like, like, let me, let, I want you to look at the twelfth rated team in the country right now. In that what? team, like huh? In the AP poll? Uh, yeah. Who is that? Uh, I don't know. I gotta pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Come on. Come on. Come on, Twitter fingers. Come on. I I go to Ken Palm. What you got? The AP poll. Uh, Duke. Uh huh. Uh huh. Duke. Did you see that recruiting class from Duke this past year, Ben? It was number one or number two, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Them or them or Kentucky? Who Kentucky is a spot behind them at thirteen? Duke basketball had the number one class in the country. They literally signed four five stars, Ben. I mean, damn, they could be like the foul five. Of Michigan back in the nineties, they signed the number one overall. No, 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 not the number one overall player. The number two overall player, number three overall player, number four overall player, and the twentieth overall player. All five stars. 
You got a new coach, new roster. And these dudes, they've lost two games already. It's December the 15th. They played 10 games. Like, at this point last year, how how bad was Tennessee's offense at this point last year, Ben? Well, this time last year, Tennessee was about to beat Arizona at home. So so there wasn't the the frustration that there was in January when they they got boat raced by LSU and, and Kentucky. But you, your point still remains that Tennessee was a, a much different team by the time the SEC tournament rolled around than, than it was at the start of conference play. That's all I'm saying. That's no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I guess I, I laid out all that work because – I, I see the message board and, and I see Twitter more than you do because you you take your Sunday hiatus and they, they turn in this big time defensive performance. Although Maryland did not look good last night against you, that don't matter. It don't matter. I know it doesn't. I I, I know it doesn't. But the, the, it was this great performance on the road and and the only reaction because of people being frustrated with Rick Barnes' lack of success in March was the offense is hideous and, and, oh. they're, and they're not, they're not going to win in, in oh. March because they can't score enough. So oh that that's why I spoke to that at length. Oh, my God. Man, it's been raining all day, all week, all month, it feels like. We're a long way from sunny skies in March. There's a whole lot of basketball that has to be played. And... As great as Tennessee was shooting a basketball at the end of the season, we didn't do it in the last game of the season versus Michigan. So you just never know what, what might happen. But the win against Maryland was a dang good win because you were able to win a game shooting terribly from the free throw line, terribly from the field, three-point uh, line, and still win the game. Like, that's a sign that should make you honestly feel good at this point of the season, but and call me mean. I just know some folks out here are really just Tennessee football fans that ain't really basketball fans. They just mad because Rick Barnes was about to go to UCLA. They still mad about that because they don't give Rick Barnes that grace, but they give Coach Heupel that grace when the offense against Pittsburgh, second game of the season, was terrible. And we still found a way to win. And I wasn't negative towards Tennessee's football offense. I was encouraged by the fact that we were able to win a football game in a different fashion. They got to be able to win in different ways. But I'm looking forward to this game against uh, Arizona. This is going to be a great challenge, man, because Arizona, they they ain't forgot what what you did to them last year. We embarrassed Arizona, Ben. Embarrassed them. Embarrassed them. They, got, they still got nightmares about the atmosphere here. They want to create that same atmosphere there uh, in, in Tucson. I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to do. It's going to be a physical, physical basketball game. All right, we got to take a break. Ben McKee, Go Vols 247. Just, like, he didn't even have to give y'all all of that. But he did it anyway. Because he really wanted to just let you know what this basketball team is really doing and going through. Like, he really cares about y'all. That, that's, that's, that's Ben McKee. I care about you, too. But I just think it's just simple. Play 10 games. But Ben McKee, Go Vols 247. Jason Swain here. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. 
Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. With smartphones being such an integral part of our daily lives, it is truly an inconvenience when it doesn't work properly. It disrupts the normalcy of our day. When you go into the cell phone store to have it repaired, they just try to upsell you on a new phone. That's why the owner of iDrop, TKL, left those places and opened iDrop. His goal is a happy customer. TKL and the team will listen to what you have going on and work to solve the problem of your broken device in a way that best suits your needs instead of trying to upsell you on something that you just don't need. They don't just repair phones. They can service your laptop or PC as well as your Mac. Windows 7 support is over, but iDrop can help you transition to Windows 10. They have a five-star rating on Google with hundreds of positive reviews. Let me say that again. I don't think y'all understand how big this is. They have a five-star rating on Google. Their customer service really speaks for itself. So if you ever find yourself with a device that isn't performing as it should, Give iDrop a call at 865-888-9740 or check them out on Facebook at iDrop of Knoxville. If man made it, they can fix it. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to the Swain Event. You don't say! Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. All right, Swain Event, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, live here from the Low T Center Studio. Ben McKee, Go Vols 247. What you drinking over there, man? What, 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 what was that? I told you, hot chocolate. Man, there ain't no hot chocolate. People who are sick don't drink hot chocolate, Ben. You're not supposed to be down in dairy while you, while you got a cold. That's, that's, it's that's. Hot. No, Ben. Ben. Wow. My wife was a nurse, fixed it for me. So I'll take her word over yours. All right. I'm going to shut up then. I don't like tea, though. So she I, that's probably why she, she recommended it to me, because she, she's been drinking tea, but I, I don't do tea. She's, she's like, well, at least get something hot, because you're hard-headed and stubborn, and you don't want to drink tea that's going to help you. Here, at least this is hot. So maybe that'll help. Well, and, and, and she did this after I asked her, 
do you think Jack Daniels will help with my sore throat? Well, the obvious answer is yeah. <laughs> yes, but I think she wanted me to go the hot chocolate route instead. What y'all doing? Roasting marshmallows and stuff over there? No, but this one does uh, have marshmallows in it. It comes pre-made, apparently. I didn't know we had this stuff in my house, but we do. There you go. There you go. Don't drink it all because you're going to need it here in a couple of days because it's going to be cold outside. Cold, cold. You know, you know, you know how you are about that cold weather. Like Ben, he could he could be in the car. Okay. Ben can leave his house. Get in his car, <laughs> drive 30 minutes in his car. Car's toasty, like hot, <laughs> comfortable. But Ben from the front door to his car is probably all of 10 steps. All of five seconds. Ben. And those five seconds will get so cold that he'll be in his car for 30 minutes driving somewhere, have his scarf on, his, his earmuffs on, gloves, jacket. We'll get out the car, go into a house, another 10 steps, five seconds. We'll sit up in that house, won't even take his jacket off, gloves off, earmuffs off. He will dress the same way as if he is outside. This cold weather that's coming, Ben, I feel bad for you, man. You Well, you, the good news is my routine that you just listed for the traditional Swain event literally was my routine every morning during the winter months. I What, it'd be first or second segment? We'd be 30, 40 minutes into the show before I take my jacket off? Segment? First or second? <laughs> second hour? <laughs> I don't know about all that because it, it, it gets toasty in that room that you're in like, there. Ben, so, would you stay a while, man? Would you stay a while? Take your jacket off. Hang your, hang your, hang your jacket up, man. Yeah, Show yeah. three hours. Listen here. I, I don't like being cold, okay? Anything below 60 <laughs> is too cold for me, okay? And and, and if even if it's 65 with a breeze, that's too cold, okay? I, I like it 70 or above. Thank you very much. I, I despise being cold. Uh, it, look, I, I'm sorry that I'm not – all macho and tough and, and Mr. Alpha man like you and, no. and, and can walk to uh, my, the, the end of my driveway to get my mail on, on January 13th when it's negative 20 degrees and, and, and some Crocs or, or flip-flops and in my underwear. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not all manly like you are. Let me just tell you something here. I'm looking, I'm looking at the forecast for next Saturday, next Friday. Whew. Ben, uh, sir, the low hmm. is 10 degrees. Yeah. The low for Saturday, next Saturday, is 7 degrees. Yeah, that's miserable. The high is 22, 24. <laughs> I'm seasoned, though. I, I was I was freezing my butt off this past weekend up, up north. So I'm I'm seasoned, and and I, I am always prepared. Now, I, I do not do scarves. I, I can assure you of that. But oh, wow. I, I love me a good beanie and a, and a good sweatshirt and, and heavy jacket. So I'll be I'll be all good. Rev on text box says Rick Barnes offenses are frustrating to watch at times because when it's bad, it's bad. Rev, I got some news for you. You ready? I got some news for you. Any offense where the ball is not going in the basket is bad offense. It don't matter who's a coach. Sometimes the ball just don't fall and it's bad offense. Ain't nothing fun about watching a ball Bing and ding off the rim for four quarters. I don't care if you're running 
pretty offense and guys are wide open and back cutting. If the ball ain't going in the basket, it's ugly offense to watch. It ain't fun offense. So, like, I remember when your boy Nate Oates entered the league at Alabama. My boy. <laughs> your boy Nate Oates. Just go along with it. And them boys was making shots. They had the green light shoot threes. They was making shots. It was going in. Oh, man, the offense is pretty. Analytics, man. The analytics say either shoot the three or go to – man, it's, it's, the offense is great. Um, And they, they, they're they a good team right now. I think they're the number one team in the SEC. But, like, did they Oates' offense change over the years? Because last year's offense looked like trash. Why? Because they weren't making shots. So this this ain't this ain't like oh it's Jim Cheney's offense. <laughs> well, you know it's man I don't know man it's it's, it's that um you know it's that Tyson Heldon offense. It ain't this ain't football. It's the same offense Rick been playing been running since he's been here. And there's times when it's beautiful. Why? Because the ball goes in. Guys are making shots. Now, you want to know a coach who just got bad offense as a, as a basketball coach? Tom Crane. Huh? Tom Crane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one. But even worse. It hurts Conzo. me to say this. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, that offense bad. Yeah. 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 Nah. Like console, console offense, like it, it, it's bad. Like it's bad. It but like is. I like I see continuous motion. Like I see like this this team this year, last year, the, the, the team that lost to Purdue to Sweet 16, that assist to turnover ratio, that number that they always show where they're like, hey, 85% of their score basket is off assist. You can't have those type of numbers on a consistent basis year in and year out because you have a culture sharing the basketball and say, well, because they shot 30% from the field, it's bad offense. No, man, just didn't make shots. That's how I look at it. You just didn't make shots. It ain't bad offense. You just didn't make shots. I mean, that's what happened in the Michigan game. Everybody's mad about Rick like getting bounced in, in the first round again, and, and I get it. They, they should have gone further than they did, but Again, the, the shots that they missed those final six or so minutes against Michigan were wide open shots. Rick's Rick's offense got, got them open shots. And Zakai Ziegler and Kennedy Chandler and Josiah and Santi, those, those guys that carried them to that point, helped them win the SEC tournament. They didn't make them. They, they didn't make the, the, the shots that they had the last two months leading up to that point. It wasn't Rick's offense that, that caused them to miss the shots. They they just didn't go in. And, and, and that's basketball. But. It's it's ten games into the season. Do I know if if the offense is is going to reach a point to where it's good enough to to win in March? I don't know. Are, are are they going to have success in March? I don't know. But the NCAA tournament is a long ways from now. They are dealing with a lot of circumstances at the moment, and it's only ten games in. It's not supposed to be a, a final product right now. It's supposed to be a final product towards the end of February and the beginning of of march what are so we doing? uh i i i i understand those that that are that are hesitant because of of what has happened in march with rick barnes and okay. and if you if you want to to do the whole 
NCAA tournament or or bus thing, success in the NCAA tournament. I get it. I'm not going to judge you for that. But I, I'm also the type that's that's not really going to worry about that uh, until that time comes. I, I'm I'm not going to get angry game after game after game during the <laughs> regular season when they play 30 of them when March is a long ways from now. Tennessee is rated third in Kim Palm in the country. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we, what are we and doing? like the the offense has to get better. Oh, no let, doubt. Like let, everybody's let, let, offense got to get better after 10 games. Correct. That, <laughs> like, that's the that's the point that Swain and I are making. Yeah, like it's 10, games. 10 games. Everyone has to get better. Yes, correct. 10 games in, and, and they're dealing with a lot of different <laughs> circumstances at the moment that, that is not necessarily their, their own fault. So uh, it, it's going to get better. How better? I don't know. Will it result in success in March? I don't know, but, but I'm not going to dwell on whether the offense is good enough for March when – it's pretty fun to watch them play right now because they're winning basketball games and they're one of the best teams in the country. And that's the ultimate goal. I thought that, I thought that's what it was. Uh, counts is Jeremy Banks playing in the ball game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know practice start tomorrow though. Man, I got my clothes laid out over here, Ben. Are you going, man? You know, I gotta go see Nico. Rocket number eight. Come on, man. Nico's a second-rated player overall in the country, according to 247 Sports. <laughs> that smile, dude. I, I can, did I host Rocking one? I host someone screenshot that smile. I host <laughs> someone screenshot that smile watching the video. That was that was great. Um, I don't know about man, all that. Gotta, gotta watch Nico, man. I hope nothing comes up in the morning, but man. I, I mean, do you remember last signing day? Like the moment Sunday was over, we was like, "Hey, man, gotta get Nico." <laughs> like, I, I that you remember talk, that? Yeah, that was the talk on signing day, mainly because the traditional signing day doesn't carry the the same weight. Because I mean, Tennessee's class is practically completely done right now, uh, and, and I believe the twenty first is the early signing period all all of i mean practically their entire class is is signing i i, I believe their entire class everybody who is committed uh is 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 going to to sign on the 21st and at least 90 percent of them are, are going to be on campus in january as early enrollees practically the entire class will be here in january and obviously you start with nico in terms of these bowl practices, but it, it's not just Nico. Uh, it, it's everybody. <laughs> they're no, they're all committed to practice over these bowl practices. Arian Carter, I mean, all of them from the top down. Like, my my point is, you remember we did a show in this room right here I'm in, and I said, all hands on deck to make, make sure Nico is a volunteer. And for some reason, that became like a message board topic, and people's reading into it way more than they should. I don't understand it, but I was like, this, like guys like this, like it's all hands on deck. It's more than just the immediate coaching staff, on the field coaches. Like everyone has to put their heads together, their hands together to get a player like this. This was said last February, and here we are in December, a day before Nico is going to practice for the first time as a Tennessee volunteer. And, yes, he's not the only person in the class, 
but like he's the only one last Hyundai. We was talking about all hands on deck. I mean, so yeah, man, I got my clothes picked out. Like first day of school, Ben, I'm I'm ready, man. I think I might have to pull out the ironing board. I might have to get some spray starch and starch up the jeans like back in the day. First day of practice, man. Bold prep. I got, I got to see Nico and these, these young players, man. Early enrollees. I'm jealous. I, I, I wish I could watch him practice. I, I'm excited for spring practice. I, I, I've reached a point now to where I, I don't get as excited for spring practice, mainly because it, it requires a, a lot of work uh, given my job. Uh, and, and spring practice isn't necessarily always cracked up what cracked up to be what some fans think that it is. Um, but I, I am genuinely excited uh, for, for this, this spring practice um, because of all the, the new guys that will be here. I mean, the, here, here's my unofficial list of early enrollees, Nico, David Hobbs, Caleb Herring, Arian Carter, Cam Selden, Ethan Davis, Sham Umarov, Jordan Matthews, Nathan Laycock, Shit, or I already said Sham, Ricky Gibson, Jalen Smith, Jeremiah T. Lander, Christian Conyer, John Slaughter, Nathan Robinson, Bison Lang, Jack Luttrell, Larry Johnson III, the third, the Juco offensive lineman that they got last week. And I'm sure I'm missing a guy or two. And I I didn't even in, include the, the, the transfers. I, I know you're excited to see uh, the kicker from Indiana, Tennessee got, uh, Charles Campbell. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, there's also the new tight end that I, I actually am excited about this new tight end and, and seeing how he fits in. A, he has an awesome name in McCollin Castles. That, that is a terrific name. Go ahead and put him on the all-name team. But he, he seems like somebody that uh, this this staff really wants in, in a tight end in terms of being able to do a, a little bit of of everything, like you saw with Princeton Fant uh, this season. He, he's athletic uh, in, in the sense that that he's very fast for a tight end. Four six seven, four six eight, forty for a tight end is pretty daggum good. Uh, he, he likes to block. He he can catch. Uh, he's he's just a dynamic athlete. Uh, so I, I'm even excited to see kind of what he can bring to the table. And, and who knows what other transfers they're, they're going to bring. they got some transfer receivers coming in this weekend. And who knows what else they'll add before spring practice rolls around. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at this text box. And I, and I know Chip Payne watching because he got the you – know, he got the – he got the – the man, the man shed. Oh, yeah, the man shed. I saw your message, Chip Payne. Let me, let, me, let me look at the camera. Let me, let me get get in up on the camera. Chip Payne, you better watch. You better watch, Chip. You better watch. <laughs> you better watch yourself, Chip Payne. You want to know what he said, Ben? I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. That ain't that bad. He got jokes this evening, and I like good jokes. It's actually it's about funny. Me. About you or me? Oh, it's about me. It's great. It's 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 awesome. <sighs> I'll try to keep a straight face looking at the camera. Chip Payne, I know you watch. Chip says, Swain. <laughs> or, he, he just texted in, yeah, I'm watching. See, I know, I know you, Chip. I know you better than you know yourself, Chip Payne. Let me tell you something, Chip. I, I got your message. This is what he said. Swain, are you going to bring out that OG white suit for practice? <laughs> <laughs> That is a good one. You know, Chip, you keep your damn jokes to yourself this evening. All right? And nobody asks you your funny jokes, all right? I think that's a fair question. I don't have it. I don't know where, I don't know where it is. I think I, I, mean, I threw it out, man. I bet it's at your uncle's house. I bet it's not. 
Is it at your house? I don't have it. Ain't here. Well, then how do you know where it is? I know I don't have it. Oh, that's what I, that's what I know. I do not have it. Well, my, even my, if we did have it, I, I don't know that you'd be able to to slide in that thing. Mm, no sir, <laughs> no sir. My my suits now and my jackets are from Mark Nelson Denim, my guy. So I had to step a game up a little bit. But nobody asked you for your funny jokes, Chip. <laughs> I'm I'm sure Nico's got a white suit or two that he, he could hook you up with. No, he, he, oh, he probably do. His white suit going to be way different than the one I wore back in the day. and Probably going to be custom and going to be real nice. I got mine in, in the in East Town Mall for like uh, $83. <laughs> what? Plus tax. You got that suit for $83. I don't know. I'm just making up the number. It was cheap. It was cheap. It was a cheap suit. Look cheap. It was. It was cheap. I didn't have an NIL deal back in the day. Just saying. Look, it, it's not Tennessee's fault that you took all that money from Auburn and Alabama. Man, I wish. I wish. That would have been fantastic. Chip, hell yeah. You know what? That'd be a good idea. I don't have any. Actually, that would be a bad idea. That'd be a bad idea. It was a good idea first, and then it became a bad idea real quick. Chip says, go out there in some Tennessee pajama pants. <laughs> Man, it's, a, it's a good idea until you feel that draft. Woo, hoo, hoo, hold on now. <laughs> woo, woo. You know the pajama pants, it's like one button. Hit that draft hit you, woo. So, no, nah, it's probably a bad idea to be wearing pajama pants outside, Chip. And and first of all, Chip, this is this is Knoxville, Tennessee. This is the city. This ain't country-ass noon in Georgia where you're from, where you can do that, okay? You go to a grocery store in your pajamas. I'll let you do that, Chip. Country-ass nooning. I'm just joking. My wife, my wife's family from nooning. I, need to, I probably need to be whispering anyways before she hears me and come up in here. What'd you say? Nothing. I say nothing. 865 is our telephone number. Let's take a uh, phone call, then we'll uh, take another quick break. Good evening. Who do we have? It's Middle Tennessee Rick. My man. Did you say you about to retire? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Thursday. Next Thursday. Next Thursday? Yes, sir. Man, congratulations, Rick. Man, it's been a long time coming. It's kind of weird, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope you got some things you can you can do to pass time so you don't get too bored. Oh, I do. I can watch more Swain and Ben McKee. Yes, sir. I like that. That sounds good. So how you guys been doing? Been doing all right? Man, been been good. Been uh it's been a it's been a lot this year. It's been a lot of change, a lot of blessings, uh a lot of learning. Uh it's 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 been eventful. I I'll, I'll say that for sure. It's been fun as a Tennessee fan and Man, I can't complain at all, man. And uh, yes, sir, it's been great this year. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't didn't like the one game there at the end of the year, but nope. I, we I think we had a really good year. Yep. One thing I wanted to uh, touch on today is I've actually been very impressed with the defensive recruits that we've gotten. Me too. As far as the offense, I know Hypo will always get get players, and he can mold them into his system. 
but I've been really impressed with the amount of uh, quality defensive players that we picked up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There, there's a type. Like, you have a recruiting profile, there's a type. Like, there's a type. Like, like growing up, you know, you had a type of maybe a lady that you like to go out with. You know, it's a type. She had to maybe have a certain type of personality, look a certain type of way. It's a type, right? Like, Tennessee coaches, there's there's a profile. Like, you got to be smart. You, we see with these early enrollees, being one of those is an advantage because now you can bring them in the system and, and get them um, on track quicker and they can contribute earlier in their careers. Um, man, you better have some character. You better be uh, a guy that's coachable. Like, there's, there's a type. And um, it looks like the staff has hit the mark with a lot of these players. Like, there's sometimes when you get players who you think is going to be a certain type of way based on the couple of months you've recruited them and got to know them. And they get to school, they get some freedom, and they go buck wild. <laughs> you can't control them, and you know they they get in trouble, and they you know you gotta dismiss them, or they they just don't pan out when you want them to. That, that happens too. But I think there's a recruiting profile that this staff has put together, and I think they hit on a lot of those um, players with their recruiting profile. I, I truly believe that. Yeah, well, I want to wish you guys a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. If I don't talk to you again. And, again, appreciate what you guys do. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and happy retirement. So, All like, right, you know, like – Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate the phone call. You know, it's like, hey, it's 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 like our wives, man. They, you know, they had a type. They, they had a type, Ben. They, you know, they wanted somebody that was um, cool, I guess. And – um. um that's really all I got to come up with right now. I don't have anything else. I was I was gonna say good looking, but I, that's no, that's not the case. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not the case. For I don't me. I don't really know why they with us. Anyways, eight six five two hundred fifty five. Stuck now. Oh yeah, we, we I, I got three babies. You ain't going nowhere. You stuck. Eight six five two hundred fifty five. is our telephone number. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, at least I hope so. <laughs> Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have, and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over.
Fellas, do you need an annual health exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook. Well, we glad you with us this evening. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, Ben McKee, Go Vols 247, Jason Swain, the original, here with you. I guess you can call it the original Swain Event, but we're here, and uh, glad that you're with us. Today, except for Chip Hayne. Nobody asked you funny jokes today, Chip. Nobody asked about. Nobody asked you to bring back the members of those uh, of that white suit. Nobody asked for that. Hiller is giving away cash for the holidays, and we are celebrating from now to the end of the year with special deals. Hiller wants to make sure that every child experiences the joy of Christmas this year. Hiller is going to donate fifty dollars and toys to Toys for Tots with every tankless water heater purchase. They're also going to give away $250 uh, gift card with each unit. You can get a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems. Also, whole home generator. So HVAC system or Whole Home Generator, Hiller's going to give you a $500 Visa gift card. These details and more details can be found online at happyhiller.com. And these deals are only available until the end of the year. So make sure you schedule today. As always, happy you'll be or the service is free. (laughs) Jeff Moore says, wifey likes your starch jeans. Man, I haven't starched jeans since middle school. That used to be the deal back in the day. Like if you if you listening and you remember getting that blue bottle of Stay Flow, that liquid starch, putting it in a spray bottle with some water in that thing, sixty percent starch, forty percent water. Maybe even 75% starch. And spraying those jeans down and starching those jeans up. And man, them jeans stick together. Like stick together. And then you put them on and barely could walk because they were so stiff. Like that's how sharp those starch pants used to be. And you see how Ben looks so 
uninterested because he don't know nothing about that. Look at him. He has no clue. He is over here confused. He don't know what's going on. Huh? I know what starch jeans are. But uh, there, there was, there was, there's a difference between going to the laundromat and getting your pants starched and back in the day when you used to do them by yourself. Peer pressure is terrible, man. Well, Peer pressure I, I, I'm, I'm actually jealous because my, my era of jeans that I grew up in was the age of skinny jeans and to each their own, but skinny jeans is, is not my thing. Uh, Holy jeans also were kind of a thing in my era, if you want to call it that. Um, I, I had a, a pair of jeans that had some holes in them, but that was, that was about it. I, I, I'm more of a a straight traditional blue jean type of guy. It, it's it's what drew all the ladies, including my wife. Yeah. Oh, I got one for you. Y'all remember when at the bottom of your jeans, right there on the on the on the where it's stitched. You should cut them so they can go over your shoes. Remember how stupid that looked? How ugly it looked? And you cut it a little too much, put a little slit, a little too high, and the back of your jeans get all dirty and muddy. <coughs> Looking all raggedy coming to school. You thought it was cool. Y'all were doing too much. Doing way too much, man. Way too much. Way too much. Good thing I didn't, I didn't really do that. I thought it was ugly. But I'd rather do that. I've been wearing jeans that cut off the circulation. I'm good right up until I'm, up I'm until high school, look, I didn't, I didn't wear skinny jeans. I'm just saying that that's the era oh, that man. I that I grew up in. The only time I my my first job, aside from being Bat Boy of the Huntsville Stars, was working at Hollister, and I, I did I worked in the back though. I, you had, I, you had blonde tips, Ben? No. You had Bama Bangs? Don't lie. I had, I had the Bama Bangs. You, you look like a Backstreet Boy? Which yeah, one? I, I look like a Backstreet Boy. Nick Carter? You like Nick Carter, didn't you? Yeah, sure. Steph Curry. Um, Stop. But I, that, that's the only time that I wore skinny jeans just because I had to <clears throat> when I worked at Hollister for like a year. Did you have, did you have like the, 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 the seashell really tight necklace? Uh, no, no. I, I was now as a kid, I was into the shark tooth necklaces, but who wasn't, right? That's true. Did you have but, um? Did you have? Did you rock some um? Some Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks? No, closed no, no. toe Birkenstocks. Could, I could either wear uh, flip flops or Vans, and ah, okay. flip flops are not for me. Ah, so, okay. I, I was rocking some skinny jeans and some Vans in the back, sorting clothes. How the hell did we even get here? I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know. You brought up jeans or something. I did. I did. I did. I did bring it up. Chip Payne says, yes, when you had to make that cut on the inside of the jeans. One snip with the scissors. Yeah, Chip Payne, though. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just glad there's no pictures. I'm just glad there's no pictures. That would have been embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Man, um, before we wrap up, Happy for Darnell Wright, who you know made his made his announcement. He's gonna play 
in the bowl game. He's also going to play in the senior bowl. And these dudes playing in the senior bowl, they got an opportunity to, to, to really make themselves some money. We saw Alante Taylor um, really help himself out. We got several guys down there at the senior bowl. Just whatever you do, man, do not let anybody on your team or different teams give you decals of their logos on their helmet and don't let you dare put it on your helmet. You better not cover up that power team. I have a question. You better not do it. Yes. I have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I don't know if Wanya Morris or Eric Gray are going to the Senior Bowl. Do, do you happen to know? Okay, Wanya Morris is going to the Senior Bowl, according to Google. Accepted his invitation on November 30th. Let's see if a, a quick Google search tells us anything about Eric Gray. You better not be going where I think you're going. Eric Gray did accept a, a Senior Bowl invite. Do you think that uh, Darnell Wright and Wanya Morris going to swap logos? Why you, swap, why, why you swap why helmet decals. You think, you think Eric Gray and uh, Cedric Tillman gonna swap? I hope not. You look, you're you're the VFL here. You you need to put uh, put out a PSA. I don't like I don't like I don't like being the the fan police and VFL police. I don't like doing. It. I don't like this, doing. This isn't this isn't being fan police or VFL police. This is <sighs> this is laying down the law. Man, I saw. I saw. We're not debating VFL status or, or fan status. We're we're making sure nothing is is put on the the power T. Look, we we don't want any fights in the in the senior bowl locker room because of so, some helmet decals going over the power T. Now, no, I I, I did not put a helmet decal over my power T at the East West Shrine Bowl. Um, so I was I was I was on Twitter. I saw uh, I saw Eric Gray. Uh-oh. Right. Put out his um his post thanking people, letting everybody know going to the NFL draft, and it said uh said Vol for Life and Sooner for Life or something like that. But it said Vol for Life. And I was like, no about that, Chief. <laughs> that one no that's 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 not how it works no that's a hell to the no no that's 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 that is not what the definition of vfl is no 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 well, like, I, i'll be the vfl police on this one i i just you know guys that guys that played you know three years here and man can't get on the field and they're transferring for reasons, strictly playing time, and you go somewhere else, and you play one season there, whatever. Like, I get it. Like, I, you know, Ovin St. Pru was like that. And if, if you want to tell Ovin St. Pru here in the VFL, go ahead and do it. <laughs> go go ahead and tell Ovin St. Pru he's not VFL. I dare you. I dare you do it. Say it to his face. See what happens. Ovin St. Pru. How much money? Man, it's not enough money in this world. <laughs> that should be enough for you to feel comfortable telling Ovin St. Pru he's not VFL to his face. But like Ovin like- St. Pru transferred because he couldn't get on the field. But he lives here in Knoxville. He played three years at Tennessee. Like, dude, VFL. Like he he left to go play. He went to like UTC, I I want to say. But 
But guys that left when Prue was fired? You No. You you mm-mm. No, man. No, no, sir. That's why you you love up more on guys like Darnell Wright and Jalen Hyatt and guys who's who stayed. And help put this place back on the map. Cause it's not it wasn't easy to do. It wasn't popular to do. Now I ain't tweet, I ain't say anything. This is my first time even saying anything about it publicly. But I was just like, no. No, that's 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 not gonna work. That is now, w- would I be able to turn around and sue events in this particular instance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think it's worth it? <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you think you think it's worth your baby not being to recognize you the rest of your life for some <laughs> <laughs> for some for, for a couple of dollars? Well, all you gotta do is look in the mirror if he wants to to be able to recognize me. No. That baby is mine. He won't recognize you because he will. He won't know what he looks like looking at you after you get hit by Ovin St. Prue. Now he may look at pictures of you. He may be able to go back and look at this video of you, but like he's not gonna recognize you, Ben. It's not worth it. There's no money in the world know, worth. Just like kicks me in the side of the head and knocks me out. Ben, you think that's worth it? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. Not, I don't. Working. But no, Eric, Eric Gray does not meet the the VFL yeah, criteria. Yeah, me, a, he did not graduate from here. B, he quit on his teammates. I mean, uh, C, he tried to go for greener pastures and and have that treat you uh, yeah. with, with old Lincoln Riley dipping out on you. I'm a big fan uh, of Eric Gray's game. Don't get me wrong, and, and man, I and and know. I like Eric Gray, yeah, the guy. I, I, yeah. I, I and really I knew do. he was close. He was close to coming back. I I, I do know there was. A, Possibility of him coming back, and that would have been awesome. But you didn't. He did. He didn't do it. And so I just don't like tweeting and saying these things for social media clout. I, yeah, I just man, I, it's sacred. It it means a lot to a lot of people, and you just can't be throwing it out. That's why when 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 Butch Jones had Maurice correct uh, correct come and and talk to the team, and like I was a big fan of him talking to the team because you learn a lot from him. But when he called him an honorary VFL. I was like, oh hell no. No, sir. Ain't no honorary v- No. No, sir. Yeah, he, mm. he meant vol- voluntary inmate for life. No, stop. You're doing a lot of good right now. All right, who's on the phone with us? Good evening. Garantano is more of a VFL than Eric Gray is. Facts. Man. Abs- absolutely. He graduated from here, played several years yep. here. Uh, Ty- now, and I was gonna bring up Ty Chandler. I think Ty Chandler is the perfect example of a guy who transferred after what four years here, graduated from here, played four years here, and, and just decided it was it was time for him to move on. If he wants to say he's a VFL, then sure. Eric Gray, I like him as a person. I really do. He was one of my favorites to cover when he was here. He can't claim VFL status. God, this is, this is I, I saw Eric Gray put that up. That immediately best explained. I was like, um, "Can you be a VFL if you turn tail and went to Oklahoma?" <laughs> Let me go. Let me go back and see what I said to make sure that it can be repeated. Let me see. Oh, it can. Oh, it can. Yeah. All right, I just want. I just want to make sure. I mean, because because I know what I was thinking, and <laughs> it might not be what I what I what I typed. 
So I just want to make sure <laughs> before I say, no, hey, Voss, go and tell everybody what I said. Huh? It's radio appropriate. Okay. I just, man, I just, I just, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Cause... Hell no. <laughs> that, yeah, that, 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 that sounds about right. Why would he tweet that? <sighs> I don't get you're that. Not, you're not at Tennessee. Like, yeah, that's so random. Sooner and ball for life. No, Tennessee fans don't want you. Like, look, it's not our fault your career is stuck in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's not nice. That. That's not I, and, and scrolling through his Twitter. Uh, why you being why you being mean? Uh, no, I'm I'm taking up for it. He had I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking about Volstorm, aka Mike or Chris over there. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Curtis. Yeah, whatever name you be calling in as on you know, sports animal. Just just use your Volstorm. You all right? That's how I I'll get past the censors so you don't know I'm coming. <laughs> You're doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him trying to get around who he has to get around. <laughs> <laughs> Top flight uh, security of the world, Craig. <laughs> you leave Joe alone, man. Leave Joe alone. But no, man, I, I, I you know I ain't trying to I ain't trying to jump on Eric Gray here. I, I'm not. Like I'm a big fan of of his game, and man, he carried himself the right way when he was here. And hey, man, you want to leave? You want to leave? That's cool. It was a damn dumpster fire, but he ain't no VFL. That's all I'm saying. Now, uh, main reason I wanted to call in is to uh, wish y'all a Merry Christmas. And uh, I'll be happy to get home after spending two weeks in Memphis. Do you, do, you, do you know how to get back to Knoxville? Yeah, I, I know. I just I get on 40 and I go east. For a very long time. <laughs> For a very long time. <laughs> Should have gone to the Grizzlies game tonight. Oh, my gosh. Everybody love the Grizzlies uh, like you. I, I don't... I ain't got all that uh, go ball two four seven money like you do. Well, that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm perfectly happy. You know, I got my got some more rendezvous ribs today. It's a good day. Enjoy, enjoy. We we look forward to you getting on back to Knoxville and getting here safe. That's right. Hey guys, before I go, uh, you know, Swain, I figured out what uh. Sam McKee's wife type was easy to manipulate. See you, boys! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Volstorm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Volstorm. I think Volstorm played a great Mr. Grinch in a movie. He'll be great at it. Uh, more like a Scrooge to me. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good point, too. That's a great one. That is an awesome one right there. Tennessee basketball this weekend. It's going to be late against Arizona. It's going to be great. Uh, man, great job, Tennessee football recruiting. Um, getting a big-time player at a key position. Congratulations to Darnell Wright. Congratulations to Tillman, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Eric Gray. No, I'm talking about VFLs here. Um, congratulations to, to Henry Hooker. I know he won't be playing the Senior Bowl, but – and congratulations to those guys because you didn't take the you didn't take the easy way out. You went the long way. You did it the hard way, and and sometimes when you do it that way, it's, it's it's more gratifying. It's more gratifying. It really is. And so, um, and those those guys gave Tennessee fans more joy than they've had in a long time. 
And, uh, you know, we're about 20 minutes over. Because I really want to bring up this Mel Kuyper top quarterback. NFL prospect list where he got Will Levis number one and got several dudes, including Anthony Richardson in front of him, the hooker. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm chill on out. I got, I got I got to clean up my office. I got laundry to do. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go there. I don't go there. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it today. I'm be nice. I'm be nice. I ain't gonna say nothing. But appreciate your chip, hey man. Much love to you. You know how. I feel about you guys. It was good to see you uh, this football season when you came into town. So, appreciate you, man. And uh, love you, Jennifer Morris. Hub City, GBO. He says, go Big Orange. Merry Christmas, Ben and Swain. Uh, Little TC Rick, man, congratulations on your retirement. That's amazing. Uh, so happy for you, Rev. You the man. Um, hope you are, you know, traveling safe. And uh, man, you have the best time with your family this holiday season. And it's not like Christmas is tomorrow. We're gonna have another show before Christmas, so uh, we look we look we look forward to doing that. Um, yeah, man. Next week is twenty second. Christmas is on on Sunday, so man, y'all talking like y'all ain't gonna be here next Thursday. You telling on yourself. You better bring your ass back here on next Thursday, eight thirty p.m. Ain't that right, Ben? That's right. Where you gonna be, Ben? You gonna be somewhere eating a cheesesteak without onions and peppers? <laughs> uh, next Thursday, I'll be. Chilling at my house. I'll be sitting right here next Thursday. All right. Well, hey, look forward to be doing it with you, my friend. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. It's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Get a chance to see Tennessee bring home a dub versus a good opponent. At least we hope so. We hope so. Number one one offense versus the number one defense should be really interesting. It was like that that last year, wasn't it? Uh, I, I can't remember the exact statistics but I'm I'm sure it was yeah so we're gonna see good games here before conference play and um yeah I, I love watching this team play it's a really good time to be a Tennessee volunteer for Ben McKee I'm Jason Swain we hope y'all have a, a blessed blessed evening and uh, a wonderful evening hope you have a great day tomorrow if you're listening on the podcast uh thank you thank you thank you for continuing to support support the show y'all have a blessed evening. Peace and love. We are out.